Hey, good evening. Good evening, family. This is the Real Work Show. This is your boy, Pastor Santa Kamala, my co-host, my man, my brother. What's up, y'all? This is your host. You know, I always got to jump in from the back for us. This is Ricard. I thank you for joining us on the 25th episode of The Real Word. Yes. Um, got next 50 total episodes. Shout out to everybody that's been watching from the very beginning. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Mm. Shout out to everybody that's been just pushing the movement and helping us to get thus far. We got a familiar face with us today. What's your name, miss? Judy, so friend. <laughs> Shout out to Judy for always coming through and showing support. Um, we just want to thank you all for all the support because without you we wouldn't be here, we wouldn't take it this far. Mm. Um, it's one thing for us to be consistent, but it's another thing for you guys to be consistent with us, to support the show, support every movement that we ever did, and we thank you for that. Right, Sanders? That's a fact. I'm telling you, um, we, we, we can't do this without you. Like I said, every every everybody needs a team. No one person can do everything by themselves, you know? When we all come together, we can all make a difference. And like I said, we have a lot of big things. Um, coming up we're just waiting us to becoming a non-for-profit and to trust me we want you guys to participate we want you guys to make a difference in your church and your community because at the end of the day that's what it's it's all about ministry is all about service ministry is all about showing and exhibiting the love of god so we want to give a shout out to judith who's here anything you want to say to the people hi everybody i'm glad to be back Yes, yes. And congratulations to Judith because she drove here today. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we got to tell the world that. <laughs> yeah. So to yes, Judith for purchase. Shout out to Judith. <laughs> you know, all these independent women doing their thing. Shout out to y'all, you know. Thanks, thanks. So Judith, tell us a little bit about what happened this weekend. You guys had um, the Young Adult Ministry um, cookout or cooking class? Yeah. Um, so Franco Haitian, mm. the Young Adult Ministries, my partner Naomi and I, we, shout out to Naomi. Yep, shout out to her. Uh, we had a cooking class yesterday evening sponsored by Natural Nibbles Cooking School. Natural Nibbles is um, part of the 70 Adventist Church, but they serve the community. They're on Lafayette Avenue, just in case anyone wants to know, wow. right by the Barclays Center. And, like, we had young adults from early 20s, married, single in their 30s come out. And what's so interesting is that even though we had a lot of people sign up, like men and women, for the most part, it was majority males in the cooking class. Because they came to find females. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But, um, uh, and, and you know what, um, part of the application, part of the process for people to sign up for the cooking class, we had them um, fill out an application. Mm -hmm. And in the application, we asked them, why do you want to be a part of the cooking show? Wow. And the male, 100% of the men, what did they say? They said they want to learn how to cook either for their wives, if they were currently married, or for their future wives. Mm -hmm. 100% of the guys said that. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, Why are you so surprised about that? Because their motivation for wanting to learn how to cook is to serve a woman. That's what's so important. <laughs> so that's I was like, wow. Any, any, we're not talking about peasants or clowns, but any real king want to serve his queen. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and like I said, you know, we, we if we love a woman, we care about a woman, a queen in general. You know, we're talking about queens out here. You know, you want to cook for her. You want to assist her. You want to tell her, listen, babe, look, you worked hard this week. Um, I already took care of everything. Go to a spa, get your massage, get your get your nails done, get your hair done, get your feet done, all that. Like, that's that's what, we love that. That's right. Yeah, they're that's out right. there. Kids are out there, I'm telling and you. And so I was so happy yeah. to see that and to 
read that and see that. So yeah. they came out and we cooked pasta. I, well, I'm not going to tell you guys everything because we had a set crew. We had a film crew who was filming the entire thing. So there's a show that's going to come out. So stay Where's tuned. That's what's up. Yeah. Yo, sh- yo, shout out to the Federation, man. <laughs> I see right now, to be honest with you, I'm not trying to um take shots. But I feel like, well, to be honest with you, like the Franco-Haitian Federation is really holding it down right now. I'm telling yes, you, they got, they got Church of Laugh coming out. This weekend, Rally Day, Franco-Haitian Yo, they, Federation they, Rally Day. They they they, they, they yep. doing it. And, and, and I would just, you know, this is not competition. I just want to just suggest, you know, from Brooklyn to Queens to Manhattan to the Bronx that, you know, like we're here for you. You know what I'm saying? Get involved, like be motivated, you know, love God. Because at the end of the day, the reason why, you know, I feel like the Federation is doing what they need to do is because a lot of people really love God. And I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm recommending and I'm encouraging guys, love God. You know, we're losing a lot of our young people from, from gang violence and, and, and drug activity and so many things. You know, love God and be passionate about God. Because when you serve God, you win at the end of the day. That's right. I'm telling you, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was fun. We had a really great time. Mm -hmm. Really great time. Shout out to Andre. Shout out to Stefan. Um, Shout out to our sound guy. Um, He came out at the last minute. Was that that, Nate? No, actually, it was um, a a stranger to us. Like he was a shout out to Nolan too, Nolan Roy, because he hooked us up with him. And all the people who came out and supported the cooking show. Shout out to you guys. That's beautiful. Special shout out to um, Larry Barrington Thompson that recently got married on Thursday. Um, Barrington, I've known him for over 20 years. We met since elementary school. Mm. Um, so shout out to him. Shout out to Larry, his queen. It was a beautiful wedding out in Belize. I was just happy I was a part of that. You know, shout out to the people of Belize, of the country of Belize, because they showed me so much love, man. I was able to like walk through the village, walk through the hood by myself, and everybody mm. showed me love. Everybody treated me good. I ate good, slept good, you know. And it was just a piece of paradise that <laughs> I'll carry with me forever. So mm-hmm. shout out to Belize, shout out to Barrington, shout out to Lynn. Nice. That is what's up. Um, we we want to talk about this topic that she wants to talk about. Um, the situation with um, Anthony Bourdain and um, also our sister who recently passed away as well too. Kate Spade. Um, Kate Spade. And we want to basically ask, you know, with, with suicide, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts about that, Judith? Suicide is, as much as people might think is a trending topic, it's really not a trending topic. It's something that's been going on for a while. And actually, the Young Adult Ministry of Franco-Haitian, we actually did a a workshop on that um, in March addressing mental health and suicide and depression, anxiety, all of these things that people are facing. Mm. And it... It hit so close to home for me, even in January of this year, a friend from high school, well, I would say an acquaintance from high school committed suicide. She was a Haitian-American girl, just like me. And it's just like, what is happening? What is going on and why? And honestly, I feel that it's because people don't have hope, honestly. People don't have God in their lives. and. The, the world doesn't realize that the more we take God out of uh, out everything, it's the more hopeless people feel. That's a fact. Like, I just remember, um, you know, I, because it's the end of the school year, because high school ends early because of due to Regents Week, and I was giving some of my students uh, 
my sophomore students a gift to be able to remember their year by and it was like a photo frame with some nice quotes on it and one of the quotes said he has a plan for me it wasn't outrageous it didn't say God it just said he has a plan for me and I guess one of the other teachers saw it and I, they found out that it was from me it was a gift from me wow. and he said you know um, I know that was a really nice gift that you gave the students but I just would advise you to be careful because even that you could get in trouble for that I'm just warning you yeah. and I and I, I said yes I understand thank you for telling me I appreciate that and I walked away but I'm just I was just so really like he has a plan for me and that is that can cause me to to get a write-up or get in trouble because I work for um, a public the public school system I work for the Department of Education and God is not in any of the curriculums. It's not in our system. I think you need to be a principal. I'm certain you need to be a principal and start up your own school. I'm it's, telling you. It's sad. When we get it together, we're going to make something work. Because at the end of the day, that's what you need. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, these kids need hope. Mm. Especially these um, these young children. Yeah. They, go through, they go through bullying, yep. which is unacceptable. You know, thank God Jer Jeremiah can never be touched. You heard? You know what I'm saying? The streets is watching. And, you know, just, you know, motivating the young people because I'm telling you, there's a lot of things that are going on in the atmosphere. You know, people are, are, are being are being, um, are being being encouraged to being a troll. We got trolls out here. You know, we got, we got, we got the president out here um, disrespecting women and disrespecting people of different races. And this the other day I heard this guy, um, who got um, who got uh, separated from his family? He committed suicide. Wow. So it's it's real out here, man. Yeah. It's really real out here. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. And shout out to I serve and shout out to Marlo because Marlo works hard in regards to speaking with kids in regards to suicide and depression and drug use and all that. And he had recently um, a summit out in the Mount of Olives, out in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. um, I think I serve, and I thank Marlo for inviting me and being part of that. You know, a couple people were out there. Shout out to Randy, shout out to Kirk, shout out to um, Ricketts, Andre Ricketts, mm -hmm. shout out to um, Gasmere, Mousen, and a couple other people. Um, shout out to Mildred, who's always on the show. She was out there too. Shout out to Rachel. Um, even me, when I was there, like I was speaking to the youth about drugs, and it was a little girl, she was probably like maybe six or seven, and she was like, oh yeah, my dad goes with me to go buy drugs, and he takes drugs and beat my mom, so like, these are the things that like these kids growing up and having to deal with, so like, of course it's going to affect them when they get older, um, but we all fall short, you know, so who are we to judge? Um, the only thing we could do is support these people through, during these difficult times because a lot of people when they kill themselves they feel alone it's a or, fact or they feel like they're inadequate or they're not as great as they used to be like Kate Spade for example she used to sell the, the handbags and mm -hmm. yeah. she felt like she 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 I think she started a second brand and it wasn't doing good as good as the first brand then her husband was planning on divorcing her she wrote the suicide no um, ask, your, ask your father so she basically told the kids, "Ask your father, because he's the reason why I killed myself." Telling you, listen, pe pe people, people are going through it. The thing is that people feel that money, fame, um, you know, getting your degree—that's what success is at. At the end of the day, it's 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 about having God. Like Cersei, a relationship with God is very very key because a lot of times we go through things in our lives, and you know, we have someone to cry on to, we have someone to pray 
too, which is which is beautiful, which is beautiful. Because a lot of times, you know, there you know there are people who go through some situation that you go through, and and they don't know how to you know handle themselves. And this is which is the beauty of of being a Christian and everything like that. But I would also encourage um, each and every one, you know, have tr try God, try God, and also too, we as a people, we got to be accountable for each other. We got to check up on our friends. We got to be there for our friends. We got to be more loving. Because at the end of the day. You don't know what people go through. People go through some real life situations, you know what I'm saying? People that can hold you accountable and, and pick you up. We need that. You know, we need that. We need that. And and that's why I appreciate the people that I got in my life, you know what I'm saying? So we got to do that. We got to be more, a little bit more accountable for each other, just a little bit more, you know, and see what we could do. Because like I said, at the end of the day, you may think a person is normal. You think a person may, yeah, he's smiling, he got it, but inside... He's, he's, he's hurting. And there's a lot of people that I talk to, they got it, they're doing their thing, they're making moves, but inside they're hurting because they, they need they need God. That's why anytime somebody tell me, listen, pray for me, I'm going to call you right then and then, I'm going to pray for you. Because you know sometimes you know, people forget, you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm going to pray for you, but they don't really don't pray for you. You feel me? Mm. So I think it's very important and very vital that we just got to be a little bit more accountable and responsible for each other and really show love for one another because people are really going through it right now. It looks like we got some comments, do we? Yeah, we do. Um, my man, uh, my man Rosas, um, says hello, Rose, Ro Rosa Gonzale, salute to you. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, shout out to Rosa. Yeah. Um, my homegirl Shannon, shout out to you, Queen. That's my homegirl right there. My man Mike, shout out to you, my man. Which Mike is this? Um, you know which Mike? The only Mike. Mike Ishnadi? Yeah, yeah, Mike, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shout out to Mike Ishnadi. You know what I'm saying? There's a couple Mikes, like that's, three or four. That's a fact, yeah, that's a fact. But the, Yeah, that's true. Um, Eric from Massachusetts, from Lancaster. Shout out to Eric, go show a level. Yeah, I want to shout out his uncle, man, because his uncle, when I was 25 years old, he gave me the opportunity to speak for Southern England um, camp meeting, over 15,000 people there. I want to shout out. His family, Pastor Ronald G. Baptiste. Hello, somebody. Pastor G. Baptiste as well, too. Yeah, you know how that's Go listen. That's a good guy, man. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, these, these Haitian pastors kind of gave him a very hard, hard time. Shame on you for giving him a hard time. Because, you know, he's a, he's a very flamboyant pastor. Like, to dress nice, love people. You know what I'm saying? I want to Why is that in ministry whenever you try to dress nice and you like nice things, people... Thank you, flamboyant. They hate on me. Got the, we got the streets on our corner. They're going to be hate. I don't know. That's, That's the thing. That is true because I went to a church in Jersey last week, yeah. Saturday, and they had there was a man. He came to do a special selection, and he was wearing those... Well, first of all, his, his like shirt was very tight. He was wearing a black shirt, and then he had like the vest on top of it like the sleeveless vest yeah. on top of it but it was so tight it was so tight and like i i thought something but my cousin was sitting next to me she was like hmm? she, she made a sound effect yeah. and i was like what was that for like what she was like i'm gonna tell you later but she really thought it was like he was gay you know he knows how to dress nice. Like, I remember in Florida, like, he put me on. That's why you see my suit game is on a different type of level right now. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, he dressed nice. I'm talking about, like, looking right. And you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, you know, so I want to shout him out. You know, I don't know about, about that, you know, 
that fool. Like, you know, we're going to go person two before he passed away. We all dressed nice. My man, Fue Bazi. Fue Bazi? You don't think so? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember his fashion. I just remember his his personality, like how he was with the, the youth. But Fue Bazi used to always dress nice. Mm. That's a fact. Like, yeah. fitted. Fitted <laughs> suit. None of that long stuff. Looking right, looking tight, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Smooth with the sisters. And he was high attitude. Yeah, yeah, looking fresh. <laughs> you know, looking very, very, very fly. So I'm going to shout out Pastor Ronald. Always looking out for the guy. Always looking out for the for the kid. I want to shout out to him. And like I said, we are to support you 100%. You're in your family for what your family did for me. Like I said, next we got to make sure Ricardo does a camp meeting next. That's what we need to do after this. Speaking yeah. of camp meeting, y'all going to support Northeastern camp meeting? Uh, uh, it's yeah. The 30th and um, the 7th of yeah, July. Similar. I mean, it's, it's cool. I mean, if we have to go, we have to go. I'm not, you know, I'm going to hang with my Franco right now. I'm going to keep talking to my Franco. That's, yeah, that's uh, in August. That's in August. So I'm just excited mm. for what got to do. I want to shout out Ernst who's watching. Um, Patricia Cadet. Hey, Patricia. Hey, Ernst. What's up? We got this person named Mussolino Jr. Edmund. I don't know whose friend is that. Shout out to you for watching us and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow, Tuesday, is the summit in Singapore with North Korea and Donald Trump. Um, recently, mm -hmm. Donald Trump, they had the G... What was it? The, the G7? Yeah. Yeah, so basically, Trump was lobbying for them to be a G8 again for Russia to join back in within them. And, and basically... Alprez is not really political. He's not really di diplomatic. So he just nah. speaks like he's on the street. So <laughs> so he was basically saying that how Germany and Canada, they had high tariffs on us, on products that come in. Um, milk, for example, that's imported from Canada is 200 times the amount when it comes into America because of tariffs. If anyone don't know what tariff is, it's taxes. So we tax that at 200% on milk that's coming from Canada. German cars are taxed, I think, at 30%. That's why the foreigns are expensive, like the Benzes, the BMWs, and things of that nature. So Trump was like, enough of that. We don't want to deal with that no more. So Trump was basically threatening them, we're going to raise tariffs and put like tariffs on you if you don't lower your tariffs. And it was like, huh? It was like, this is not how it goes. Because basically, like the G7 is like a club. It's like yeah. a club of leaders from around the world. And he was like, I am put my boy Putin down in his club, too. So like he was wow. creating like all kind of like yeah. riffraff and yeah. back and forth. Some people said that it was like an awakening, like a rude awakening, the way he was doing things. And tomorrow he has the the meeting with um, North Korean dictator Kim Jong Un. And is it Kim Jong Un or Kim Jong Un? You got it right. Kim Jong. Yeah. So like he has a meeting with him tomorrow in Singapore. Um, but. Ironically enough, they're not bringing in um, their military people and their um, their diplomats. They're just having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. One, the first conversation is going to be in private with just the translators, and the second is going to be like a more formal in front of the cameras. So they're saying that they're just creating the, I guess, the lines of communication where they could work in regards to things going forward. Mm -hmm. um, I guess one of the things they're trying to do is trying to make North Korea. Um, I guess get rid of their nuclear weapons. Yeah. I, think, I, I, think, I think it's something that he wants to do. He wants to do that. Yeah, he wants to do that. He wants stability. 
Yeah, because yeah. this country's starving right now. That's a fact. But they, but I also did a, a, a little research on North Korea, and they make a lot of money off of hacking into other people's computers. They make a lot of money off of slavery, and they make a lot wow. of money off of selling drugs like crystal meth and things of that nature. Wow. So that's where they make a lot of money in Korea, wow. North Korea. Wow. But I think didn't um, uh, Trump and the president of North Korea, didn't they like, I remember they, uh, they did a handshake, they met across the lines. You know, that, was some, they, that, was, that was them in South Korea. Yeah, oh, okay, South that Korea. was the South Korea and North Korea coming together yeah. again. Okay, the yeah. peace treaty. Okay, yeah. that, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's... Then that never ended the war. Right, so right, right. The war, so it's like, so yeah. this is okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so yeah, cool. So basically, Trump is saying credit that like he's a he's a better president than Obama because he was the first U.S. president in years to oh, wow. sit down with the don't, Koreans. Don't give me all this. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's things I I don't like about Trump, um, at all. Mm-hmm. But there are things that he's doing that are good, you know. For example, yeah, yeah you gotta keep it real. Like I mean, I, I mean, I didn't vote for him. I'm not gonna vote for him again. You see what I'm saying? Because he's very disrespectful. But you gotta respect in regards to what he said he's gonna do for his people, for his base. He's done for his base. You see what I'm saying? But in regards to like for small businesses, I like what he's doing for four small businesses. I like um, also um, what he's doing in regards to. Um, the situation with the bakery situation where he didn't need to um, give the cake to a, a, a gay married couple. Mm. Um, with that, you see yeah. what I'm saying? There was the other thing he did with Kim Kardashian and they let um, a yeah. prisoner who is in jail for life, they granted her mercy. Yeah, yeah. There's a, like a legal term for it, but a president yeah. can basically pardon a prisoner. Yeah, presidential pardon. Mm-hmm. And pardon a lot of people. A lot of yeah. people and stuff like that. So, like, so. there's things that I like that he's doing, but overall, would I vote for him? Is he my guy? No, he's not my guy. So what you say saying is he's making America great again? Um, <laughs> this is what it is. I think he's doing. I think he's doing the best. I think he's doing the best that he can do for what he can do. You know what I'm saying? I just think that we as a people, we just need to bring awareness to him. You know, if I if I had a meeting with Trump, I would tell Trump, listen, man, I feel like all the respect. Um, you know, you're a great man in regards to what you have, but if you want to be a greater man, you talk about the Bible, you need to know how to love. You don't know how to love, you mm-hmm. know? You 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 don't call people out when they're wrong. For example, the way the way it seems, the way you talk, it seems like you endorse the KKK. It seems like you endorse the neo-Nazis. It seems like you endorse white supremacy. And you have to be clear. You have to show through your action. You know, you have to know how to love. You shouldn't be calling women fat pigs or fat, fat um, um, blobs and everything like that. You shouldn't be doing that. You know what I'm saying? I would tell him that straight up in his face. You know, you got to be doing, you got to do more. Like Puerto Rico. What's up with Puerto Rico? Why Puerto Rico is still suffering? I mean, Puerto Rico is part of the United States. So I would tell him that you got to do a little bit, a little bit more better as a president. I think we need to speak truth to power. You know what I'm saying? Just don't get caught out there being Sanders West. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna be on Sanders West. Nah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be saying, I'm gonna put on. I'm gonna put on video. I'm be like, listen, I'm, I'm gonna put on. I'm gonna put on video on Facebook, like you see me putting on Facebook. I'm like, listen, you gotta do a little bit better in regards to taking care of people that are not just white people. Because you was on it when when Alabama and Texas had their situation, but when Puerto Rico had their situation, you didn't even handle that. And there are people in Puerto Rico committed suicide because they didn't get the assistance that they needed. 
You feel me? So you got to speak truth to power. You know, you got to do a little bit more, a lot more better in regards to that. And I feel like that's what it is. I mean, he's the president. It is what it is. You know, I didn't vote for him. I didn't want him. I wanted Bernie. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. But we got to, you got to do a little bit better. You got to care for poor people. You got to care for colored people. You got to, you can't be, you know, um, separating families, which is un, un, unacceptable, period. So we got to speak truth to power and let them know, no, we, we're not with it. You know, we got to, we got to, we got to call it. For example, this thing that Obama did, I didn't like. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? But you got to speak truth to power. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. So you got other talking points, Judith? Talking points? Well, oh, I don't you know. I have one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you guys, um, how you feel about the, um, the situation with LeBron? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for him. I feel bad. I, I feel I don't terrible feel bad. for him. <laughs> And also, it's like I the other side. It's like the human side, but then also the political side, because you know the NBA is a business, and they're all doing these things for ratings and money. So oh, it's like, looks. oh dang, I, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I gotta say something, right? Just to cut you off. First and foremost, I think LeBron is an amazing human being. Yeah. Um, he's always giving back to his community. Yes. He he put his man's on like. You see, like, all of his friends, they mm -hmm. own their business, mm -hmm. and they're making money. Mm -hmm. So I respect LeBron for that. I feel like what, has, what he's done for the NBA, he's contributed a lot, and, I, and I, 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 I give all my kudos and my salutes to the king. He's king. Mm. Now, however, this is my thing with LeBron now. You see, people need to understand with the NBA, like, I'm going to salute for what he did also to how he brought his team that far? That far. Yes, but yes. But you understand something with the, with, with, with the NBA. Yes. It's like, you know, you got to have a team. Yeah. You know, Jordan, he had a team. Right. You follow me? Kobe, he had a team. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and the Golden State Warriors, they got a team, you know? But shout out to Katie because he a sucker. That's <laughs> a fact. I mean, that's a fact. A lot of people forgot that LeBron did the same thing. Like he he, when he went to Miami, yeah, he, he, he said, started that whole thing. Yeah, he that's did. He really did. So we can't not not do, KD now. Do you think that he's gonna join Golden State? LeBron? If Come he, on, no. If he does that, be crazy. that would be ridiculous. If no. he does that, that'd be crazy. That would. I think he would, would probably join maybe the Celtics or the Sixers or oh maybe God. LA, maybe the Lakers. I would say. Or even the Rockets, maybe. But if he does, if he does Golden State, it's over. That would that if would not Golden be a State, good move. Now that would change a whole generation of basketball fact. players to only see the ring. That you that know, would. But, but it's all about the ring, though. It was. It, everyone knew it was about the ring, but it was also about the game. It's about the love of the game. Yes. But now they just nah. That would but be some guys something. But for the ring, man. They want the ring. They want to surpass Jordan. They oh want that. Oh my god. I'm telling you, and my, and my man, my man Steph, he's he's on. He's he's. He's there, yo. But Bill Russell got more rings than Jordan. He got eleven rings. But That's it's not. Hard. I've heard that. I've heard that. My um. Well, you know, the guys in my life were talking to me about basketball and explaining that there are the people. Guys in my life, huh? The guys. <laughs> 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 we're talking nice to me. Yeah, guys <laughs> in my life. Yeah, and they were like, there are a lot of basketball players who have way more rings than Jordan. Way more. Yeah. But but it's like you're you could be a bench warmer. 
and your team makes it to the finals and your team um wins the championship Robert and you Rory. get a ring too. You can be on a bench room and never play any minutes and your but team wins, you win too. <laughs> their bench is nice. They got nothing but shooters mm-hmm. in their bench. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the 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 top rosters, they they nothing but shooters. You know. So at the end of the day, it's looking good, man. And they're humble about it too, which is beautiful. I like their humility. Yeah, the humility is amazing. Remember that that coach played for Jordan too. He played with Jordan, so. That coach is official. He's a winner. Yeah. He knows how so, to get that back. So Jordan, the reason why his rings mean a lot more is because he played and earned those rings. No, no, no. But That's he, why. But he had a team. He had Tony yes, Kukos. Yes, he did. He had, um, he had um, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. He had a team. Scotty yeah. Pimpin. Yeah. No one person yeah. can do everything. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you win? Mm-hmm. Even their coach Phil Jackson. I think Phil Jackson has eleven or twelve rings, right? That's mm-hmm. a fact. Yeah, yeah. that's why he's a very popular, very famous coach. I think he got six rings with Jordan, five with Kobe, and then he got one as a player or something. Yeah, facts. And then didn't he go to the Knicks and then? Well, no, no, but he didn't help them at all. That's yeah. I think that's what people are saying. Like he, he went to a team and didn't time. help them. Like he what? Didn't, he didn't care at that time. He was rich. He was old. He was <laughs> yeah. chilling. He was like, I ain't no money. Oh Why my not? gosh. Yeah, he didn't care at that point. That's crazy. That is but a yeah, fact. That, this season was really interesting. Definitely, definitely. But like, I, have, I have hope for the, for, for the Knicks. The Knicks can can definitely step it up. The Celtics. Yes, I remember. I remember watching the game back in the day when it was the old Celtics team, yeah. the really old Celtics which team. About, um, which one was Larry Bird? That mm, no, no, no. Um, it, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, the other tall guy, Kevin Garnett. Antoine Walker. The Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo, the other guy who shot mad threes. Um, Ray Allen. Ray Allen, but then they said now Steph Curry passed him. Yeah, he passed him. That's cool. He passed him and That's mm-hmm, a fact. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you're changing the game. Yeah. What's about? So yeah. Like I said, guys, teamwork makes the dream work. That's no right. one person can win. Nope. You know, like learn from LeBron. You know what I'm saying? If LeBron says with Cavaliers, I'm with that. But I wouldn't be surprised if he joins the Golden State Warriors, to be honest with you. I think as an individual player, LeBron's a great player. Yeah. But yeah. he's always going to be in the shadow of Jordan and Kobe because that's who people are going to always compare him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess because that's the highest peak of the game. Yeah. To their standards, but right. I think LeBron did great in regards to numbers, yeah. in regards to the teams that he played with and the yeah. people that he played around him. Yeah. J.R. Smith mm-hmm. caused him to get swept. Oh gosh. So hold this that first game. Congratulations, you played yourself. Oh, that's a fact. Drunk. So that's a fact. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, like I said, Warriors be kings, you heard? Yeah, congrats to Warriors them. Be kings, you know? My <laughs> man Steph Curry. Steph yeah. Curry's the MVP, you heard? Yes. Steph Curry with like the shot. Woo, just got that. Yeah. I got you now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I know some stuff. I told you I need to, you heard? Because yeah. <laughs> there was a group of people and they beat them a lot too. Yes, sir. There's a king of all kings named Jesus Christ. Come on. Amen. 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 Guys, preach it now. That's a fact. Yeah, man. That's right. That's a fact. So a lot of people are still talking about this royal wedding thing, and I guess people are saying from um, the palace, from 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 Wakanda to the palace, and blah blah, and this and that. Yeah. I think as a people, especially a people of color, I think we're making a lot of strides in regards to our social status yeah. and our economical status. Yes. yes. Um, shout out to Jay Morrison that just started that um, crowdfunding real estate program. Yeah. Um, I think as a people, especially young people coming up, like I always tell young people coming up, like the other day, right, same thing, 
when I was out in Connecticut, I was talking to these kids, and they were talking about basically clout chasing. And I was like, what you mean? They was like, oh, depending <laughs> on what shoes you have or what type of designer belt you have or what type of clothes you wear, and you have clout. I said, clout? I said, what does clout mean? They were like, oh, clout is this, clout is that. I said, yo, when I was a kid and I was in high school, junior high school, in high school, like I used to have like one or two pairs of sneakers to last me the whole year. And it wasn't until I started getting my own money, you know, we had to do what we had to do to get fly. That's when I started to get money. But at that time, like I, I was a regular dude. And what's funny is a lot of the kids from junior high school and high school who, who had quote unquote popularity or clout, they fell off. And I was like, I'd rather be up in my 30s, 35, 40 yeah. and, and keep going up then be up when I'm 12, 13, 14, 15 because yeah. of my parents and I fall off a little, a little later on in life. Like the other day I was working and I bumped into a kid I went to um, junior high school with and he was like, yo, I see you doing your thing right now. I said, good luck to them. Yo, like that's crazy. He's like, yo, I got to keep in touch with you because, yo, yo, I'm surprised. Like, yo, you doing so much. I said, yeah, man, like I had to get up on on my job. Like do what I got to do because... Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, man, I got to do the same thing. And he told me, like, yo, back in the days, I was like, no, not go ahead. But ironically, right now, I'm studying criminal justice because I like it. And I said, yeah. And they pay, like, you know. He's like, yeah, but it's not just that they pay. It's that I like it. And mm -hmm. he said, yeah, I'm trying to get my life together. I'm trying to go back to school, this and that. And he was like, yeah, man, but that's you doing your thing. Like, I, I draw inspiration from that. And that's a kid that used to be popular back in junior high. Mm -hmm. And now he looking up to me now. Mm -hmm. In almost our 30s, like 15 years later, mm -hmm. you understand? Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's about life is not a race; it's a marathon. Yeah. It depends on like how long you in it. Like you gotta be in it for the long run. A lot of different things happen in the marathon. Sometimes you get dehydrated. Sometimes you catch sprains. Sometimes you sprain your ankles. Things can happen. You can fall. You gotta get back up and keep running because it's about how you finish, not about how you started. Yeah, that's right. That's can we fact. talk about the guys who like? are not motivated to do their thing and not motivated to like pursue their purpose and just be ambitious I, I don't know I feel like there's like although you are an example I just feel like there are not a lot of men out there who are about their grind who are about their business mm. so, so what let's go to the comments is okay. there any new comments um Marcia Lewis says hello what's up Marcia and that's it? Mm -hmm. That's it. Alright, so Judith, you go because from your point of view, when you see these lazy dudes, what what do you think make them lazy? I don't know. I feel like they well, I don't know if it's laziness or I just feel like it's reluctance. Like they feel like, oh, they have time. Like they have time to get it together. Oh, it's it, there's no rush. So I can take my time. Whereas like um, Time is a measurement that no man can control, even with a watch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> tell that to them. Like, it's just, it seems like sometimes if you, I mean, they, they do say that, like, um, girls mature faster than boys. But then it's like when you see someone who's about your age, but you're a, a bit, like, past them in certain areas of your life, it's just like, you know, what were you, what were you and I doing differently? Like, is it really because of our gender? Like, is it really because of our, is it because of our families? Like, so it's just like, but I see it mostly in, in the guys. Mm. And I don't, I don't know why. It's just a phenomenon that I just see all around. I think it's, it's all about who you surround yourself with and um, how, was, how you was raised and, 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 and it's, it's all about who you surround yourself with. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, 
You know, if you surround yourself around 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 chickens, you're gonna be a chicken. Mm. If you surround yourself around eagles, you're gonna be an eagle. Mm. And and like I said, you know, um, people can change unless you unless they want to be changed. Like for example, I remember this. Like I know, just I would tell. I know we all, you know, you know, Picard, yourself, myself. We want everybody to win, but the sad reality is not everybody wants to win. And I'm going to mm. give an example. So. I, um, you know, I'm very good friends with a, with a good friend of mine. He's very ambitious. My man, Gary McCullum, who owns TNG Restaurant. His wife is a broker. Shout out to Gary. You know, Got and, the they, best and, and, and they're pretty Brooklyn. ambitious. And they, they, they bang with me heavy. They bang with Picard heavy and everything. They like how we move. And they want to do some things with us, you know? I ain't snitching. But the <laughs> thing is that, um, you know, like I said, you know, when you're around ambitious people, you know, you're ambitious people. People who are business getting it want to be around you too. You feel me? They like, you know, they see you're not negative. You're not trying to steal. You're not trying to rob from them. They like, yo, I'm with it. So he said, yo, Sanders, I need you to help me. Um, I help him a lot because, you know, we, we all need support. And um, he looks out too. So he said, yo, Sanders, I need a driver. I need drivers. So three people got back to me. I actually, five people got back to me. They came to him, they never came back. Only two people got the job. I asked them what happened. Oh, bro, I'm not interested. Mm. Not everybody, not everybody wants it. You can tell the person right now, listen, I got a plug for you right now where legally you can make $20,000. But you gotta do this, you gotta boom, three rules. And they're not gonna wanna do it. At the end of the day, it's about how they was raised about their mindsets. I mean, that's you know that's laziness it because it it's is. like I'm not. But you 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 need a job. I know you need a job. You've been talking about that you need a job, and now an opportunity is right in front of you, and now you're no longer interested. It's either they're afraid of work, they're afraid of hard work. They're afraid, they're afraid to shine. No, isn't no, there? No, no, no. They're afraid to listen. They're afraid to shine. Mm. Let me tell you something. Listen, they're afraid to shine because yes. at the end of the day. Like so right now we, we, we have we have plugs where people can get security jobs and stuff like that. And you know, Ricardo got resources in regards to helping people, you know, with his job and everything like that. There are people out there unfortunately you may want you may want the best for them, you may want them to prosper, but they just don't want it. Like I'm gonna give an example. <laughs> like I, I had a friend of mine that I grew up with. Um and he was heavy into crime. And I used to tell him because he was hot, I, I used to tell him, yo, bro. The way you move it, you need to, you need to, you know, you need to relax. You need to chill out. You know, mm -hmm. do this, do that. This guy violated, like he raped um, this um, this drug dealer's mom and his sister, and he committed suicide. You understand? You could put people on. You could tell your bro, relax. I got you. You don't need to be doing it. You need to be doing that. At the end of the day, it's 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 their mindset. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? They gotta want it for themselves. There are people out there that just don't want to win. And that's the that's the sad reality. You know what I'm saying? And it it, it, it could be also the Willie Lynch mindset too. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Because we can't say all black people, you see what I'm saying, um, don't want to win because there are black people out yeah, there that want to come sure, together, that want to sure. that, that come together, that want to build each other, that want to support each other, and that want to make great things happen. Yeah. They're out there, but they're those they just don't want. Okay, so are we talking about, so you, it seems like you were talking in general about people, but I was talking mostly about guys. Guys, and of course they're all women, I know, but it just guys. seems like a greater, greater number, like, 
the people around me. Like just randomly, I was getting um I was um in the um African store getting my braids done, and I was sitting next to a woman, and we got to talking. Found out she was a lawyer. She was thirty eight years old, never been married, and I'm just like, really. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, and I'm just like that. And then so she's giving me advice. She's like, you know, the time to start thinking and looking for uh, uh, thinking about marriage is now while you're in your 20s. While you're in your 20s. Don't wait until you're 30 and, yeah. and, and you know, already scrambling with there's no one left. And then that's when you're looking. And I'm just like, yo, it's hard even now in my 20s. Like, it's seriously hard. Because yeah. it's, 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 it's tough. They're there. They're there. You, you got some good-looking men out there, man, who's, who's about their business, who love God, mm -hmm. who like Ricardo, like myself. They're there. They're there. Trust me. Yeah. If I could chime in. They're there. You're going to get yours. I think the I'm thing. I'm worried about that. I'm just like, it's just a lot of uh, women who are just that's a fact. I, th I think we need to make a single mixer. <laughs> we need to single. That's the thing. Only women come. Only the women will come. It's gonna be majority women. The ratio is not gonna be equal. Listen, listen, we're gonna make a shot. I want all my kings. Listen, you professional. You know you need to connect. You need to connect yourself with Jeff Lindor. Because Jeff Lindor, um, he um started the Haitian American Caucus. He has something to call the Gentleman Club. It's not too far from, I'm telling you where his spot is right now. His spot is right by, okay, you see where, um, I'm going to tell you right now. You see where the park is? The park. Uh, um, um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, by, by Benoni Plaza. Okay. But it's heading towards Flatwood. Prospect Park. Prospect Park. Okay. That spot, you, you see, okay, remember when, when, when you went to Edna's party? I didn't go to Edna's party. No. Edna's no. Party. Okay. So, it's right by the, by the station, by, by, um, Prospect Park. Prospect Park. Okay. But the side. The B and the Q train? Yeah, yeah, right oh, there. Oh, okay. Amazing. Perfect. You got it. So the thing is that what he does is he has a lot of professional friends, yeah. you know, that are Christian, good-looking men, well-mannered, looking fresh, got their masters. Link up with him. I'm telling you, to have a single, a singles mixer. Because let me tell you something. There's a lot of good guys looking fresh, looking good, love the Lord. They're not crazy. You understand? They're not loony. And they just... um. They're just official. There's All right, Jeff Lindor, if you are watching, a, you know, I'm I'm gonna reach out to you very soon. Yeah, I'm gonna get your contact from Sanders. Yeah, okay. Definitely, definitely, you, could, you could go check out the Gentleman's Factory. It's official. Um, There's a lot of good-looking, well-mannered men. You know what I'm saying? They they're not Adventists, but they're Christian. They and that's another thing too. Yeah. They don't have to be Adventists yeah. because. That's not, there's a difference between being Adventist and being Christian. There's a difference. There is a big difference. There, I, we were at convention in January, and there was a woman in um, one of the seminars. She came with her non-SDA husband. There was another couple in the same seminar. They were like, oh, you don't, you don't have to worry because my husband, he wasn't um, SDA when I met him. Yep. I was like, wow. So it's like she was trying to encourage the other couple, like, oh, don't even worry about your husband. Like, yep. my husband wasn't SDA, and now look at him. You know, so it's just like, for me, the religion thing is it's not an issue, as long as they're Christian. Because you know how many SDA guys are not Christians that they don't have Christ in them and lie. how they are in their families? I don't want SDA in name. I don't want the SDA just for the title. No, I want him to be a true Christian. You're not converted. You know, I was telling somebody this. I said, you know, there are two things that 
Because, you know, the, the, a couple of the guys in my block said, yo, you make this Christian thing seem so easy. I'm like, it's not easy. I said, it's not easy, but it's not hard. It's about submitting to the Father's will. I said, all God asks you is simple this. You love him. You, 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 you love him privately and publicly. You follow me? And also, too, you, 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 you treat others how you would want yourself to be treated. And you help people. And that's it. That's right. And that's I'm like, bro, that's it. I'm like, yeah, that's it, bro. That's it. <laughs> like, that's it. That's, that's it. it. You know what I'm saying? You love God privately. You love God publicly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You read your word. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You consecrate yourself. You 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 treat others how you want to be treated. And you, you know, you um you help others. I think Ricardo, you have wanted to say something? Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a couple friends like that 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 basically went through I call it a second childhood where like they're they're adult in stature and physically but mentally they're still a child and mm -hmm. a lot of times those kids sometimes they're like single they're, they're like the only child and they were spoiled growing up and wow. they expect everything from their mother some of them didn't grow up without a father and therefore like that male development never came about within them so like I had a friend who told me that the other day he was like yo one day I went out with my dad and he was drinking and I was like yo you messed up my life. <laughs> and then I said, what do you mean? Because I mean, I just told him that. I was like, yo, you messed up my life. And then it, and then I told him, if it wasn't for you leaving, I probably would have made something of myself. But because you left and you gave up on me, I gave up on life. Mm. And then he was like, that's the reason why I'm at that place where I'm at now. Ironically, he's with a girl and she's in law school. So mm. it's like, it's like the, the women are outperforming men at a huge ratio. It's a fact. And men... Sometimes we as men gotta humble ourselves because we feel like because we are man and we got all this bravado and this masculinity that's oozing out of our armpits. We the man, our heart we beat up on our chest, but at the yeah. same time we gotta humble ourselves. Like I had a friend, like he used to always be, I guess, behind me. He felt like he was always in my shadow, but like he would always try to be the boss, but he didn't understand like the sacrifice I I made the so risk that, I took, mm. the stuff that I had to do to get to the position where I was, like mm. legally and illegally in church, outside of church. Yeah. But he always wanted that position because he got to sit, he got to sit in the passenger seat and look over at the driver's seat and like, damn, it probably feels good sitting in that driver's seat. <laughs> but then he never did the things that he wanted, he had to do to get into that driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And then he would try to cut corners, cut corners, or try to do it so fast. Mm. Like, it's like, and then he had got locked up for a while. But when he came home, he, he kept trying to tell me about things that I was doing two, three years ago when he was locked up. It's almost like he was trying to catch up. But mm. then I was trying to put him on. And he was like, nah, man, you always think that you know everything. And I, and, but, 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 that you ego. That ego. but I get that a lot from people where they feel like, oh, I always know everything. Or, or, or I think I'm perfect. Or I think I know everything. Or, That's, not the, case. Mm. That's not the case. That's not the case. It's just not like... Through my many mistakes, I've become, yeah. I've been, been able to gain knowledge, and I'm like, yo, like, I understand this. I'm just trying to put you on, but not Man. everybody's going to listen. You know? It's a fact. Cause you know what's crazy, bro? Because you ask questions, bro. You know, dealing with you, you ask questions. And you read a lot. And you read a lot, you, but you ask questions. You know, talking to you on a personal level. Yo, bro, how do you do this? How do you do that? Oh, how can I get connected to this? Like I said, man, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And people, unfortunately, they, they got they got the Willie Lynch syndrome. That's that's the problem. You but know? I think, but I think what you were saying earlier about the psychology, the male development, that is very true. Like yeah. they, we, a lot of people are adults 
what well children walking in adult bodies because of something of the a lack of development or something that happened in their childhood um some emotional dysfunction that that stagnated them and so what going back to the um uh mental health thing this is where we need to seek out therapy and and really get those things healed and really get those things sorted out because we cannot have women you know doing all it is going about killing everything you know like running the world and then our men are just you know stuck there's a book called um repairing my inner child it was one of the books that my psychiatrist referred to me to to read it that book helped me a lot i remember after i finished reading it i gave it to my older sister Mm -hmm. um that book helped me a lot it basically explains certain relationships like say for example it's a child and his mom and because his father left the house the mother and son created an incestual relationship Mm. not a sexual one but in a way that instead of the mother loving the Mm. father she loves the son, son and therefore she feels like she doesn't need a man she's got to take care of her house mm-hmm. and her son and she raised her son now the son looks to the mom but he has no man to look up to he's always been taken care of by a woman so therefore that causes him to be dismasculated mm-hmm. same thing with um you do do in the reverse too with uh, a, a girl a, a girl and a father and it will say like say for example you've been hurt as a child sometimes it affects your relationship with other people like how we were always talking about earlier, how some people, they they were betrayed by people before, so then it caused them to have trust issues when growing up. Right. It's almost like they cower as a kid, and outside you see them dressed in a nice suit, all nice, they it's have good jobs, mm-hmm. but when it comes into the interpersonal relationship or interpersonal level, they don't know how to behave in certain mm-hmm. situations. So like they act out as a child. That's a they fact. throw tantrums, they argue with you over nonsense, they don't know how to express themselves. Some people are passive aggressive where they either don't talk about how they feel and they just act like they got an attitude. And right. in situations, they'll rather hurt themselves mm-hmm. instead of talking to you mm-hmm. just to keep that pride and that ego. It's a fact. And they just do a lot of things. Like it's passive aggressiveness is a big one mm-hmm. in regards to people that's a fact. that has broken they, 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 they don't know how to express that's themselves. I would just say with, with that individual, that when they see you chilling with other people, they're like, what's up with that? And you like... Yo, what you mean? Like you got you got a build issue. Like I said, just because this person did you dirty doesn't mean that this person is gonna do you dirty. You know mm-hmm. why hold out on your blessing? Because that one individual. You know you gotta. Like I said, people will always reveal themselves to you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 either is it is it is either through success or through failure. But people will show you who they are. So I understand exactly where you're coming from with that, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep track of time. What time uh, right about? now we got um eight eight twenty nine, bro. Okay, good. Oh. So we almost at the end. Yeah. yeah, facts. Um, so yeah, so like I always tell people, going to therapy is is not scary. It's not something to look down upon. I put myself out there. Like after the car accident, I suffered from post traumatic stress and from depression and mm-hmm. I had to go to therapy and even when I preach I preach about a lot of deep things mm-hmm. and that's therapy for me that's knowing that there's a lot of people that's going through this similar situation if, that's a fact. and like whether I like it or not there's people that do look up to me and if these people look it up to me like oh look at Ricard he's quote-unquote successful if I could talk about my downfalls and my issues and my like I guess the the, the holes in my armor and be vulnerable to the public in order for them in order for me to walk with them, similar to how Christ walked with the Gentiles, 
not only the Jews did not do so, That's you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes people see you from a distance and they think everything is perfect. No, nah, nothing is perfect. It, it's, a, not it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a fight to make it, you know? That's right. It's all about progressing. Yeah, so if you have the means, if you have the ability to seek out therapists, um, that I would definitely echo go to counseling i know like if you're in school they offer that for free for college students like they have like counseling centers on campus like just really seek it out there's so much happening a lot of jobs happening too just seek it out because there's just so much going on in the world right now like a lot of crazy things happening you need to you need to be sane your ment your your mind needs to be sane you know yeah is that a comment? A comment. It's just that you know, um, um, my cousin just just gave us the um, the emoji with the with the with the yellow face with the love. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which cousin? The um um Marie Marie Kamal. Shout to Marie Kamal. Yes, yes, yeah. We still going on for till nine o'clock, right? Um, so closing thoughts, guys. Um, I'm sure the people would love to watch until now, but that's a fact. That's a fact. Well, first and foremost, um, we want to thank everybody who's been watching us, who've been supporting us tremendously. Um, we thank you for um the support. We will continue to inspire you. We have a lot of big things coming up, so. You know, we're gonna let you guys know as soon things start, you know, it's, it's, it's moving. Yep, bless. Um, don't forget this weekend is Franco Haitian Youth Federation Rally Day. June 15th, Friday is gonna be at Bethany and Saturday is gonna be in Queens. Mm-hmm. And then in the afternoon is gonna be Church of Laugh. Um, shout out to Sunny, my brother, whose birthday is this week, Wednesday. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations yes. on the graduation. <laughs> And um, it was great being on here tonight. Aye, aye. And I'm just blessed, you know, like shout to everyone that's been supporting. Shout to everybody that's been, you know, just showing love for the show. Shout to everybody that showed love to us, you know. Like I said, like, like when I travel people, like, you know, you might think it costs a lot. Sometimes you catch a deal and just travel, go somewhere new where things look different. I remember, to me, traveling was going to Manhattan sometimes. or so traveling would be going to the beach, but now, I get to go to different countries, and I thank God for my wife that made me get my passport, and now I'm yep. able to travel. Get yourself a wife, you heard? And, and like, Belize was so beautiful. And get yourself and when a you, wife. And when you go to those places, like beautiful. it changes your life, and changes your your it ch- changes the way you look at the world and the way you see people, because people around the world is very different from people in America. I can tell you that, and the world is a beautiful, beautiful place. Like I would wake up, it'd be lizards in my room, and, and and then I would just laugh at the lizards, like it would be a toad outside the door to my bedroom, and I would just be playing with the toad, like, it'd be like little critters and animals jumping out the bushes, and it's like, wow. you know, when you live in New York and you see an animal in your crib, you start screaming like, ah, <laughs> but like, over there it's like nature, it's, it's beautiful, it's a different kind of love, a different kind of beauty, and your eyes just, and you just learn to appreciate the world better, like when you see people climb into the trees, and get food from there, climb and get mangoes, climb and get coconut, or climb mm-hmm. or get different things, you know, you just see the world different, like the, the simple things are so beautiful sometimes. And I just want to thank God for creating all of this, you know, in just six days. <laughs> so That's nice. That's all I got for you tonight, guys. Um, So, Sandy, close out with a prayer. Father, we thank you once more again for what you're doing through us. 
We pray that you may continue to keep us in your presence and your love. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Good night, beautiful people. We see you. Good night, beautiful.